Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Woo. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you clearly. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, nothing. I, you know, like my morning was kind of busy. And so I got to this point and I was like, do I drink Coke or do I drink coffee? Like, yeah. I don't know what to do in this case because we're recording in the morning. I, yeah. But I, I'm drinking coffee. I've gone both, Christy. I just finished my coffee and now I'm going to have a Coke. <laughs> Which seems probably not a All good right. Thing. I'm going to sit here. Double fisting. Boom. Um, I, it's really just... No, that's fine. I'm, but I'm, I'm drinking my coffee out of my, my Pazuzu mug. Ooh, nice. Very In nice. honor of us. I, um, it says, talk to the hand. <laughs> yeah, have like, you never I, seen it? I don't know if I have seen it. Wait, oh. There it is. Yeah, it looks good. Oh, Pazuzu. We need you now it's, more than ever. Now more than ever. Pazuzu, you owe me. I uh, I feel like I probably, I'm going to feel like I'm on cocaine after I drink it. Whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I had an edible after breakfast and now I'm drinking coffee. There are no more rules. No, no. Um, I did have tacos I just, this week. Oh, you did? I did too. You did? Yeah, nice. Uh, it was funny. Isa, for some reason, I don't know where it came from, texted me that Taco, she was texting me, Taco Bell is better than Taco Bueno, fight me. And um, I was like, well, I disagree. Uh-oh. However, I had tacos y mas tonight, and it's better than both. And then we were back in agreement. Um, yes. But yeah, Aspen and, and I... And you were back in agreement. We, it's we realized it had been too long, and, and we needed it. And it was fucking delicious, of course. Did you have your usual chicken taco? I had two chicken and one steak. And then I think Aspen did mm. bean and cheese and some veggie thing. And then as a bonus, uh, our friend, uh, young Cameron Cobb, young, <laughs> uh-huh. has been making mm. smoked queso. And he, Oh, dude, I've had it. Yeah. And we got some yesterday because, you know, Aspen is vegetarian. And so he made her a vegetarian batch. It's fucking delicious. It is really, really, really good. Uh, yeah. He ha- he gave me some from the first batch that he made. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it was really delicious. We should just, you know, hey, everybody. He's and he's selling it right now. So yeah, delivering it, you know. And I told him and delivering and, it. So Cameron Cobb, check him out on the Facebooks. Uh, Cause I told right. him, I forgot, like we just warmed up some tortillas and that was kind of like lunch yesterday. Um, I forgot. Yeah. Like, I forgot. It wasn't real meat that I, that's how good the vegetarian one was. Um, Cause we got it for her. Oh, but I, wow. I was like, didn't even like halfway through. I was like, Oh shit, this is not real meat. Um, so it is legit. Get it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what at some point he might be like, fuck you. I'm not delivering this anymore. But right now he's out there. He's bringing queso to the people. So, well, you know, he was talking about because he delivered some to my neighbor and landlord, Rob McCullum. Ooh, right. um, and so we were we we were all kind of outside just chatting. And at one point he did mention he was like, oh, shit. What did I do to myself? <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to be a job. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, you know, Cameron loves smoking meat and barbecue. Yeah. 
it's a passion of his. Mm-hmm. But up to now, he hasn't made it a business, you know? Right. And it's that thing. It's like, it's tricky. It's tricky when you take the thing that you love <laughs> and monetize it. Yep. Because well, then it becomes a job. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck this queso. Um, fuck this queso. So, yeah. So but that's now, not, when we become rich from doing terror and tacos, wonky. Hold on. Come back. Is that okay? Yeah. I can hear you, but your screen is. Uh, yeah. Let me leave and come back. Okay. All right. John can take care of this. We're back. I am back. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be any better, but we'll see. I have to, you know, change what Wi-Fi I was on. Sure. I I feel like uh, Zoom issues are a perfect segue. Yes, that's so true. To the movie we are talking about this. Right. Yeah. So we watched. uh, Welcome back, everybody. This is Tara and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And we eat tacos sometimes yeah. um, and talk about horror movies in case you don't know who we are. And if you don't know who we are, are you even alive? Yeah. What's like, the point of you? What's the point of you? Come on. Before before Wi-Fi got in the way, I was going to say that when we start making bajillions of dollars from doing terror and tacos, uh-huh. that won't happen to us. We'll, we'll still s- love it. We'll still love it no matter what. Like we will sit on our giant piles of of a hundred dollar bills uh-huh. and still love bringing horror to the people. To the people. Um. So this week we watched Host. We did, which uh, is exclusively on Shutter. Uh huh. And is is brand new and was literally shot during quarantine. Yep, it's 2020, directed by Rob Savage and written by Gemma Hurley, Rob Savage, and another guy named Jed Shepard. Yes, Um, it's a British film. It's a British Uh, film. So the reason we wanted to... The reason we wanted to do this one is, I mean, we had talked about... And I know we are not the only ones who have been talking about this, but for months, months ago, you and I talked about like Zoom horror. When is it going to happen? Right. It will happen. We right. even talked about doing something for Halloween. Right. Um, more of a like, I don't even want to say theater, but I guess theater, like a streaming thing for Halloween. Yeah. That didn't happen. It didn't happen. Obviously, it's been talked about. And fuck it, these guys, these, I shouldn't say these, these, this group was first. Yeah, they were first. So like, I will give it to them. I was just looking up some stuff on the interwebs this morning and it has, okay, so I'm going to throw out some numbers Mm -hmm. and then I want to read to you three short quotes from movie critics. Okay. And then we're going to play a game of like, which do you agree with, Michael? Okay. Um, so it got 100% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Uh, but 76% audience score. Oh, okay. All uh-huh. right. So, and here are, the, here are the, the, the quotes I'm going to read to you. And you're going to tell me which one you agree with. Which one I agree with. Okay. Yeah. So this is Benjamin Lee of The Guardian. And he says, host is a lean, 
nasty little exercise that might not linger for very long, but it shows what can be done during this difficult time. Okay. Uh, then this is Kyle Turner from the New York Times. Host observes uncannily the supernatural, ephemeral, and material worlds colliding together, gesturing towards an uncertain future. Ooh. Ooh. And then this is Alejandro Turdo from Hoy Sale Cine, which is a Spanish uh, language, clearly, um, thing. Host is a well-crafted pandemic-era cinematic flick that makes the best out of its 57 minutes runtime with enough scares to keep you at the edge of your couch in spite of not bringing any big new ideas to the horror table. Yeah, I agree with number three. I mean, I think all of those make solid points, but yeah, I think three is the perfect summation. Um, I, I'll be honest. I fucking applaud this movie. And me too. I, I, they, a couple things I, I was looking up. They shot from from conception to delivery to shutter, twelve weeks. From wow. Con- um, he had to direct virtually mm-hmm. because they were in England, and I don't. I mean, they were they had quarantine protocols in place. I don't know how they match up with ours, mm-hmm. but um, they did. So he had to direct remotely, which meant. Actors, the actors who all use their own names in this, mm-hmm. uh, had to set up their own lights, had to do the, I mean, camera on their computer the way they wanted. Or and they phone, had to yeah. learn practical effects. So before they started shooting, they had a virtual workshop about setting up practical effects. And I'm like, good fucking Yes. And, and we can talk about the plot in in a minute and stuff, but like, also I remember when you and I were talking about doing something not to this scale, because this did have some money, like this had Mm -hmm. some some money. Um, But we, we said, we always were like, it's gotta be under an hour. It's gotta be under an hour. And Mm -hmm. I, I thought them keeping this to 56 minutes or whatever was the perfect choice. Because right. There's there's not much you can't sustain this much longer than that. No, and I they and they were rightfully acknowledged that instead yeah. of like we're going to fucking do 2 hours and 20 minutes. No. This guy is known Rob Savage. This guy is known for uh he's has a bunch of shorts under his belt. Not actual shorts, but short films. I mean I maybe he Maybe he does wear multiple shorts under his belt. I don't know. That's fucking Rob with his multiple shorts. Fucking shorts (laughs) under his belt, mate. Um, No, he's, yeah, he has, he has lots of short films on his, on his reel or whatever. I think that that makes sense because this is, I think, you know, longer than what would be considered a short, but much shorter than a feature feature. And it's to me was the perfect length of time. It's, Um, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. It's, and and yeah, it's, I totally agree. I'm like, mm, and I think I told you, I texted you. I was like, it's, it's great. I applaud these guys. I don't know if there's anything super revolutionary that they've brought to horror filmmaking. Um, I, what I think 
they do successfully is they do classic horror stuff in this new, new yeah, setting with a, with a new setting. And I think if anything is, I don't know if revolutionary is the word is, but the way they got it made is, is really something. Right. I mean, right. To, to now. And I know some commercials and stuff have been doing this, but you're directing virtually you're mm-hmm. putting so much responsibility on actors. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if they were friends. I haven't looked this up. If those, all those women knew each other, mm-hmm. but they're they not relate. The relationships all seemed real, seemed real. And they're never in other than two characters or two, a couple They're I mean, they're never in the same room. Right. Uh, right. So for um, those who don't know, I guess we should say it, this is the premise of this movie is of host is this group of friends mm-hmm. who are I'm in their 20s. Yeah, it seems to me like they're either right after college or they're just all young people yeah. who are in their late 20s or, or mid 20s who and are they're friends. All, they're mostly all Brits. There's one either American or Canadian. I can't mm-hmm. decide. Um, and they're in the pandemic, in the quarantine. And one of them, Haley, and again, all of these women used their real first names, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think, there are a lot of, not, we can get into that, but paranormal activity is clearly a touchstone. Oh, uh, yeah. And and this, like, and I know in Blair Witch, it's like this, we all use our real names because this is a real thing. Anyway, they're going to have, Haley has a, a, knows a woman, an older woman, um, older than them, I mean, who is going to guide them through an online Yeah, she's a medium. Mm -hmm. And before the, the whole, the premise is that before lockdown happened, uh, they were going to get together and have this seance. Mm -hmm. And then they all had to shelter in place and that, you know, went away. But then the medium was like, well, let's, I've never done this via zoom. Yeah. So, Let's let's see what happens. Let's do a seance via Zoom. Zoom. And and Haley is the only one who's ever actually done a seance. Right. But they're they're all down. I mean, they're all like, okay, some of them live with their parents, some of them live on their own. Or with um, a boyfriend or whatever. Or with a boyfriend or whatever. Oh there's one who the 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 topic does come up that she just met the guy. Like she's only known him for, for two weeks. And and so it does. It's funny that the, the top of the movie, the first few minutes, does sort of tick off or tick boxes, I guess, of all these little Zoom things. All the things where this woman and like, dude, I know. I'm sure a lot of people know. I mean, I know a couple that was like, "Fuck it, we don't want to shelter in place alone," and so they moved in together long before maybe they should have. You know, like that's right. And um, it was funny because I know you texted me. I think I had the same reaction. You watched this the night before I did. But I think I had the same reaction to the beginning as you because at the beginning you were a little annoyed. And so was I because I had taught on Zoom all day. And then I had, <laughs> had a Zoom meeting after my class. And my Zoom meeting made me want to fucking throw my computer at the wall. Mm-hmm. So at the top of this, I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's the, can you hear me? I'm frozen. The one girl has cleverly made her background where she's walking into the frame. Right. 
right? They show you, they basically show you all the things, all the little things you can do on Zoom uh-huh. for fun. For fun. And yeah, one has the filters. But I did love that those things actually end up being part of right. her. Right. And it's not it's not just kind of like, oh, we're fucking around. We all know what this is. They, right. It does actually end up being part of what is so terrifying. Terrifying. And um and even the like the girl, all of them are like, you know, when she goes out of the room, like, man, she they she shouldn't have moved in with that guy so fast. You know. In 56 minutes, look, we don't get a ton of background about these women. But we immediately know, I thought they did a really good job. We immediately get that they're friends. They each have their own personality, obviously, because they're human beings. Right. Um, and I thought that was great. This Normally, I bitch about, like, I don't give a shit about these people or I don't know anything. I thought that worked. We didn't need a bunch of... Backup. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, especially because it, it is only... F- 57 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of where I don't think we're meant to invest too much. Like we're not meant to invest in these women the way we're invested in, say, like Lori. Right. right. That's it's just not even the point. I mean, right. This is more like, can I say slice of life? Can I say like, yeah, our, I, yeah. I think so. And I think slice of life, especially in this in it currently in this how life in this life is, you know? Um, I mean, and to the point of like, yes, they all, obviously they all are individual. I mean, these are actors and they're real people and all that shit. So they each have their own personality. Um, but I was like, shit, man. And at first I was like, why did you name one Gemma and one Emma? And then I was like, Oh, those are just those two names. names. Yeah. England. So everyone is named Gemma or Emma or Emma. Yeah. It's true. Or Tamsin. Or Tamsin. Um, and so, okay, so they get this woman who mm-hmm. is a medium. But before she comes online, though, so there's this one, one of their friends, the only guy who's yes. their friend, who's staying with a new girlfriend, like, out on her mansion estate or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, he comes in and then, whatever. Um, she tells them, Haley, Haley? Haley. Haley, Haley says to them, hey, y'all. She didn't say y'all. Um, hey, but she is the one non-Brit. Yeah, but she is the one non-Brit. That's true. She says, hey, guys, you need to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. Oh, because they suggest a drinking game. Mm-hmm. The guy suggests every time the, the medium says a certain word, let's take a drink. Yeah, astral like, plane. Yeah, astral plane. Yeah. And then she says. I I know we're having fun. I know whatever this is for us to have a social time, but also like this woman is serious about this stuff. Yeah. So take it seriously. Don't make fun, whatever, whatever. And they're like, sure, sure. So of course the first thing they do is (laughs) make fun. Yeah. Um, This is the thing that fucking annoyed me. That's the thing that annoyed me where I was like, why is she your friend? But anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So then they all agree, okay, we're going to take it seriously. And then the woman comes online and she's like, hi, everybody. And that's when our story starts, right? Yeah. And, and the, the, the main, I mean, the driving plot of it is she um, is going to, you know, walk them through a, a seance. Mm-hmm. 
And then I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, we're going to give some of it away. So spoilers, honestly, because they're fucking around one of, especially one of them is fucking around in like a really major way. Right. Actually ends up inviting something, something. But you know what, what I truly, what I do appreciate about this part of the story is that that is something that like you and I talk about all the time. We complain about it. It's one of those big things that we shout at the, at the screen that without which we wouldn't have a horror Mm -hmm. story, but still you and I are always going like, why are you going in there? (laughs) Right. Why did you do it? Like, don't go in the locked room in the attic, Kate Hudson. Like you were told, <laughs> yeah, you, you were, were told, told not to go not to, right? And so they really use that that device really well, where you're going. She said, she told you, the first, not to, don't yeah. fuck around with that shit. That's the first thing she said, and the first thing you did was you didn't listen to her because you think you're fucking smarter. Yeah, because you're a clever, fucking funny, blah blah blah. And like, clearly when the woman comes on, I don't know. I don't think I, you know, I don't, it doesn't seem like these people were shooting necessarily in their own homes. I don't know how, what all they did. That woman's house was fucking scary. Yeah. So like wherever they got her, I was like, the minute she comes on, Aspen watched it. Aspen also really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, this lady's a witch. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that is a witch cottage. If I've ever seen one. And she's, I think, Scottish. I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, but, you know, she's like an older woman from the UK, some uh-huh. Scotland or Northern England or, or somewhere. Northern, yeah. And she's got, she's a, she's an attractive older lady, oh, yeah. but she's got long white hair. Uh-huh. Like, and these, like, ice blue eyes. And yeah. you're like, okay. And she's, she's like, she's a witch. Yeah, clearly. And she lives in a witch cottage. And her name is Ceylon. And that's her real name, dude. That's her name. <laughs> Salen or something like that. She might be a witch in real life. I'm not sure. I'm uh, not sure. Um, so, yeah. So then, so she, I guess we're going to talk about it, right? Yeah. I mean. It, yeah. So they, she says you, ha- you need to have something in your possession that's special to you or whatever. And you want to contact someone. That you want to contact someone and have your candle in front of you. Yeah. And make sure that your room is whatever, vibing or not. Yeah. Um, and they all light their candles. And uh, then the guys, well, I don't want to give too much away. But needless, I mean, needless to say, one of the girls decides to play a joke. Yeah. And invites this thing. And because, you know, and again, we're just, they're just like, fuck it. We're going to make up our own rules, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Because they're all online together, this thing is not relegated to one of their houses. Right. And it, the, say, the witch lady, she says it because she, she talks about, they, they set that up really well, too, because she talks about energy. Mm-hmm. Right. And how spirits are energy and they, they can use electricity and that that's why lights flicker. And right. that's why and that the Internet mm-hmm. is just another form. It's another medium. It's another it's another way to like travel and communicate. Yeah. And so from the beginning, they set up this rule that it's like it can be anywhere. Yeah. And and. So as the movie progresses, 
they're all dealing with this thing. And then, and this is what I thought, another thing I really liked, one, there are, man, for the length of time, there are a number of really fucking solid scares. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Once it starts, you're kind of on the edge of your seat. On the edge of your seat. And, and they use the format um, of the zoom thing really well. And Mm -hmm. then they undercut it really well. Right. Um, And I thought to me, that was, I thought the most impressive thing about it was that like, there are like legitimate scares in Mm -hmm. this movie. Um, And, you know, it has obviously we're running around with the computer. It's got all of those things we're used to seeing, but it does some really interesting stuff. And it also plays with like people dropping out of the call. All we deal with on these fucking zoom meetings. Right. But it then uses them really well. Yeah, it does. It does. And you know, and some of them are on there, like the, the, that the one girl is on her iPhone, mm-hmm. which then, because I was ready, you know, I was ready to sit there with my arms crossed and go like, ugh, you know, how are they going to make me believe that you're walking around or whatever? Yeah. But they set it up really well where at the beginning, she's like, let me in, you know, and yeah. she's pointing at her phone. Um, so that when she does have to leave her place to go try and save the other girl, right. it, you you buy it because she's been she's been on her phone been on her phone the whole time the whole time yeah. so she you know she's on her phone um yeah i i mean i thought so too and i thought like the the visual effects were really 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 great and like there's it's a combination of 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 just classic horror movie jump scares uh-huh. where it's as simple as a door opens and something falls out and you're yeah. like, fuck, right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, or lights turning on and off. Yeah. Uh, to great effect. But there's that one moment where she, one of the girls walks into her living room and that mask is just kind of like, yeah. Floating in the air. Uh-huh. And it was so fucking freaky. Yeah. And it, I, and it was a thing they set up early on. Cause she's the girl who always has the stupid filters on her face. Right. And they're like, stop with the fucking filter. And it's like, that's not a filter. It's not a filter. Yeah. I, I, I was, I mean, again, did it, like you, like we said at, at, with that quote from that paper, is it, did it change horror? I, no, probably not. But I, I was really incredibly impressed with mm-hmm. what they were able to do and impressed that I was, that there were legitimate scares mm-hmm. and not just like, Oh, good job guys. You know, um, you right. Share, but like, right. I mean, Aspen, flat out screamed multiple times. I did too. I was sitting in my bed and I was like, Oh my God, like covering my eyes a few times. Yeah. And because Um, they're, they're able to, they use that, you know, and I think you see some, I know this isn't technically found footage, but it kind of is. I think some found footage just sucks, but some uses the limited scope of the camera to great effect. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did that really well. 
Right. And I have to admit, I was afraid of that because like I said, you can't, you can't sustain that for very long because it's just boring. And I'm like, I'm tired of this angle. Um, But that's why they kept it short and, and, and used all of those conventions really, really cleverly. And like, isn't that what we talk about all the time that horror is right. I mean, what is it that's going on right now? Yeah. What is it that's happening right now that, um, that is terrifying. Right. And I mean, I don't know, maybe is, is, do you feel in a way that this is just straight up uh, a ghost, a a ghost or, or, or demon story? Or do you feel that on top of the zoom stuff, that the demon is also a metaphor for the, 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 the COVID or, or. Yeah. I mean, I think, so that's a really great point. I, I thought of it as this, this, the, it is brought into this world over these, these young women because they are isolated because they are bored and because their only connection is technology now mm-hmm. and all of those things lead to right sort of destruction. So, yeah, I mean, I think it can be seen. It does function like a virus, right? More, right. More of like a, we would think of a computer virus, but it does move from one to one to one to one. Right. Yeah, so I do. I love, I love what that lady says where, you know, after they figure out, oh, she, this is a joke, after the girl has played the joke, and the lady says, so the, this, it doesn't exist, like this person doesn't exist, and they're like, no, she made it up, and she's like, this is bad. Yeah. This is bad because you have, what you've done now is you've created a, like, you've, you've created a vessel mm-hmm. for something. You've created a vessel so that something can exist. Yeah. Right? You've created a mask that now any, anything can, anything, just, can put, anything can put on. And she says, if you're lucky, it's a spirit. If you're unlucky, it's a demon. Right. And I mean, this is again, every like Ouija board movie, or things like that you ever see, that's always the case, right? Like, I'm going to contact a spirit, but a demon got in. Right. But I thought this was a clever twist on that and Mm -hmm. and of its time. We don't ever actually learn whether it is a a demon or a spirit. And it doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter because, like, it's fucking scary and whatever it is, it's Mm -hmm. fucking mad. Yeah. And we don't, again, because of the time and I think because of the nature of the movie – doesn't matter where this thing came from. I don't need to learn about it. Um, I'm just on this, this ride for, for 57 minutes or whatever it is. Right. It does do that really effectively because it is, there's not enough time. There isn't enough time for us to worry about what the fuck it is. Right. And there's, there's only time to like get to the next, to the next thing. Yeah. And like, I did not at any point, think like, oh, I'd really love to see a, a Zoom computer shot of them on the couch talking about their fucking feelings or their childhood. No, I no. didn't think that at all. And so no. I, I thought, 
the director, and, and I mean, honestly, like huge props to these actors who had to do way more than is generally required of actors. Right. You no, know, come on, man. Normally someone dresses you. Essentially, I mean, not physically, but someone tells you, here's sometimes what you're physically. sometimes physically, yes. Someone does your makeup, someone hands you your clothes or puts them you on. Get, you get treated like, yeah. Yeah, essentially, like, we don't want to have to worry about you because we have other shit going on. Right. Just stand there, say your lines look pretty, do all that. I mean, this group, they're doing fucking. They're doing all of it. All of it. And well, some of those effects were fucking legit. The, they the were. Crap. I mean, they, they were great. And it's interesting because when I was doing research on the movie, and I was just, I mean, by research, I went on IMDb. Yeah. Um, one of the writers, Gemma Hurley, uh, who has like three writing Her Gemma. Gemma. <laughs> she has three writing credits, mm-hmm. uh, but she also is uh, like a, a, a set dresser. Ah, okay. So like, all of these, all of these people involved in the movie have other credits. They all do lots of things in the industry. Um, so I, I wouldn't doubt that these actors in the movie also have other skills, have other skills and do other stuff. Like maybe some of them do, which is awesome. And I love that. And actors should have other skills. Actors should have other skills Um, as you and I are learning. Yes. Right now. Um, So, yeah, I, I just, um, I thought it was such a fun ride. I thought it was legitimately scary at times. Mm -hmm. I, you know, this, I think if you're cynical, you say, Oh, they just fucking cashed in on this thing. But yes. It's like, yeah, good for them. I wish I good had. Th- I wish, I, wish I, had, I had thought of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and like we said, we talked about it and we talked right. ways you could make things scary on Zoom. Uh, they actually went out and did it. Um, right. So, right. I, I, I mean, it's, it's really, you know, when people go like, I thought of that first or like, I always, I always try, I always remember, I don't know if I ever told you, but years ago, I met this woman who was suing Steven Spielberg. You did tell me Remember? Amazing. She was like, like, it was, this was like years and years ago. I met this woman here in Dallas who was suing Steven Spielberg because in her mind, Steven Spielberg had stolen the DreamWorks logo <laughs> from her production company. And I was like, <laughs> okay, crazy, but all right. Sure you did. Uh, so, like, I always think, you know, when something is in the zeitgeist, we're all going to, we're all going to have the same kinds of, you know, thoughts at the uh-huh. same time in the world. It, this guy just did it. Yeah. And this guy was just lucky enough that he could get some money. Mm-hmm. Behind it, because it does have money behind it. Absolutely. And that's that's honestly pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it had millions of dollars, but it no. was not made for uh, a thousand bucks. It's no, not no. like they just did a Zoom call. Um, no. And I props to the editor. Hell yes. Because Absolutely. I was like, wow, how the editor had to really kind of like, how do you do that? I mean, yeah. Where basic, you, basically. At? Right. Yeah. How are we sleight of handing things, you know? Yeah. Like a whole new way of editing film together. Yeah. You know, 
I just saw an interview with a tiny interview with um, Martin Scorsese. um, And he, he was saying exactly that. He was just like, you know what? He gets asked like, what is your advice to filmmakers today or whatever? And he basically says the young people. So he's not talking to you and me, Michael, but I think he is. Although Um, honestly, he probably thinks we are young people. Yeah, he probably does. He says, ignore the industry. He basically says, fuck the industry. Fuck what everybody tells you that filmmaking is supposed to be or how you're supposed to do it. Go out and, and do your thing. Do it however you're going to do it. Figure out a way to do it how you're going to figure out a way to do it. And don't let anybody tell you that's not how it's done. Um, yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, um, uh, yeah. I, I, look, there, and there is something. <laughs> granted, this is a very specific type of movie, but 12 weeks from conception to handing it to the fucking network. Yeah. That's amazing. That is pretty amazing. I know it. it I'm not distracted. I'm trying to find the budget. Oh, for, uh, for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we talk about, you don't ever want to like necessarily rush things. You and I talk about this a lot. Uh huh. However, with a movie like this, yeah. That needed to be put out now. Yeah, I agree. Because I agree. In in six months' time, hopefully, I mean, I don't fucking know what's going to happen in the world, but at some point, I don't, I don't know that we're going to want to see this shit. Right, right um, now, yeah, no, I I agree completely. I couldn't find the budget, but like, I agree. Like we are. Like you said, we don't know if we're in the middle of it. We don't know. We're we're six, seven months into it, right? right. So we all have enough history now yeah. with Zoom that we know these are the things that happen on Zoom, uh-huh. right? We complain about them every day. So the the strike while the iron is hot is really, really important. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think we can say it. Like you and I, with our, with the movie that we're making, Final Dress. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't heard of it. If you haven't heard of it. Um, th- that's one of the things that we've been like, you know, we want to finish it. We want to make sure that it gets into people's hands. And there's just lots of things that need to happen before that. And right. I get anxious. I know you get anxious. Sure. And But this movie, uh, Host, Host. Is, an ex- is an example of like, Let's get it. Let's do it. it Let's it has put it to. out there. Because it has like, to. It, it has, yes, it had, it has to. Because like, it is, it is the absolute right moment for it. Mm-hmm. And literally in three weeks, it might not be. Right. Um, uh, it exists so specifically of its time. So I right. did. And it's, it's like that critic says, it, it might not linger. Right. But it's good but right it's, now. Yeah, it's great right now. So I had one sort of philosophical question. If, assuming this someday ends, you know, and, and life goes back to even some semblance of, of us not having to communicate online all the time or whatever. Uh-huh. Do you think, do you think people are, are going to want to see stories that feature the pandemic and quarantine? 
Do you think people are going to want to see stuff that completely fucking ignores it? Um, do you want to, are we going to want to see things that nod to it? I, I just think I've been thinking, cause I've been writing a thing just for me, just mm-hmm. to keep myself sane. And I, I really do sort of like think about like, well, do we just not even acknowledge that this happened in 2022 or three or whatever? Do we just see movies where it's just not even hinted at anymore or, or I don't think we can. Right? I, I don't I don't think we can completely ignore it. And like I am not I'm nobody to say what people are gonna wanna watch or sure. not wanna watch. I don't know if anyone can say that to be honest. But um I know that the the in my opinion the best of what will be produced, right? The 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 best of all the stuff that we will see will have some kind of nod to it, yeah. right? It will reflect the world that we now live in be- because of it. Yeah. It, it like otherwise it's not it's it, it would it's just not real. Bizarre. I mean and I think you you know also obviously you have other options. You can write a period piece, you can write a fantasy, whatever. Right. But if you are suggesting that this movie takes place on any sort of large scale in, in this time, it just seems weird to, to all of a sudden completely ignore it. At the same time, I don't want to see a hundred fucking movies of people just dealing with quarantine, you know? No, no. I mean, I, like, it's, it's like anything. It's, it's uh, like when, when the twin towers fell, right? Yeah. Um, We saw so many plays Mm-hmm. That came out afterwards, and some by some plays by some pretty well-respected playwrights. Well-respected playwrights, yeah, that were fucking crap. Oh yeah, because it was like so about yeah uh, that event, right? Mm-hmm. And how do I feel? And and uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was just that's why I think, and that's why I say that the best of what will be produced will reflect it, will nod to it, will acknowledge that it has happened and it has changed our lives, but it won't be, I, I'm thinking also about that movie with Robert Pattinson. Remember that stupid, that horrible movie where it was like, he's that rich guy and the twin towers fall. Like I can't even. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it, fucking a, in a way it's so insulting. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's so fucking insulting and patronizing. And there was so much of that, that, that you would assume that your stupid, sorry, your stupid fucking relationship problem. Is right. More important than the 3000 people. Right that died as a result of, of the tower being destroyed yeah. and all the other people whose lives were just fucked. Yeah. That your little relationship <clears throat> of like, I don't want to be with this person anymore. So I'm going to change like whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's going to be that there's going to be trash. Sure. Yeah. Um, in a perfect world, we'll get a Paul Verhoeven like, Super, 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 mega, mega, mega satire (laughs) where he just like super leans into it and pisses everybody. Everybody up. Yeah, yeah. I would be totally for that. I'm all for that. (laughs) And I I did think like, 
again, this, this, this movie is different. It, it is the thing happening in the moment that it's happening, you know? Right. And it also, it doesn't belabor it, but you get the idea very quickly that these, this group of people are like a lot of groups of people who, yes, this has changed their lives. Yes, this is fucking weird. Yes, this fucking sucks. But it's not nearly as bad for them as it is for a right. lot of people. None of these people are, are <laughs> none of these people are belaboring the fact that there's a virus outside. Right. They're not talking about the virus. This is like, oh, this is our reality now. Yeah. And we are going on with life and this we can't do this now, so we're gonna do this like this because this is how we do it. Yeah. And there there isn't <clears throat> that that thing over it of like we're in covid times right and right it's just like hey this is how we see our friends now right uh, and the the one that one girl her dad who like goes out and yeah and, and she's like i keep telling him you can't, i keep telling him you can't go out you know right. whatever and then that's it yeah yeah and even that's like a nice little you have a group of i assume like i said 20 somethings and they're middle-aged 50s early 60s parents are the ones they're like that's nah, it's, it's nothing you know? i'm not gonna wear a mask and the right. daughter's like dad you've got to wear, wear a mask yeah right um, so yeah but that's it that's it and and even when they make fun of or question the one woman's decision to move in with her brand brand new boyfriend i guess yeah that's not even about virus covid stuff that's about like you don't, know, you don't know this dude. Why are you doing this? Like, right, right. We don't need it, a virus to question our friends, partners, choices and partners. Like, Never. I never have. Yeah. Like, come on. I've, I've never needed an outside excuse, a deadly. To be like, why are you dating? Why are you dating that guy? <laughs> yeah. oh, get rid of him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, again, we'll, we'll see. And I think you're right. Some will be garbage and trash and some will effectively acknowledge this. And it's a strange thing right now because we don't know if, when things right. change. And I don't like, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to differentiate it. You know, like, you, I mean, you're a writer and, and you teach literature. So you may have the language more than I do to do it. Like, I don't even know how to differentiate between what will be good and what will be bad. It's just that I'll know when I, I'll know when I see yeah, it. I think you know so. what I mean? And I think you'll know, like you said, with that one movie and some of those plays that it's, I don't it's like even beyond heavy handed. It's heavy handed, right. but like you said, it's actually fucking insulting. Yeah, like how dare you How dare you? How you dare know, you, you know equate your bullshit. Your to, bullshit problem with the with the thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's the gross those are the gross ones. Right. Um I think what is interesting about this and um something else, like a friend of mine two friends, my friend and her husband, who's also my friend, but whatever, you know what I mean? She and her husband, who are both actors in, in TV and stuff, they shot um, a short, like a 12-minute short on their iPhones in their house, really well edited, really well shot, because they're both, this is what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also about like weird quarantine, different than what we're living in, but clearly what we're living in. Right, um, and I think some what is sort of amazing uh, about that, and some of other other little things I've seen, and then this being the kind of like 
biggest of it, we are in a world where we can turn things around so quickly now Mm -hmm. that you can literally make a movie about being in quarantine while you're in fucking quarantine. (laughs) And it still looks like a movie. Like it, it, it's right. effects and it's edited brilliantly. It's crazy. You can make a movie about being in quarantine while you're in quarantine, release it and have people watch it in quarantine. Yeah. That is staggering. It's crazy. Whereas like, we're going to see fucking, it's going to be another year before these plays start getting, you know, if theater ever comes back or whatever. Right. Um, which I, anyway, I that's know. a conversation for another time. Uh, so yeah, that is that is something that that is pretty kind of just miraculous. Yeah, um, it, it 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 sometimes makes me feel like you know you and I talk a lot about how we straddle both both kind of like eras. Like we straddle the time of like one day we there was no internet, and then the next day we had internet. Yeah, we're that generation, and it it sometimes makes me feel like technology in the world just kind of passed me by. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm like, absolutely. I suddenly had to get ahead of the curve. And then once I was ahead of the curve, this whole generation of people g- that grew up with the technology suddenly surpassed. Oh yeah. The curve. I mean, there, there are, there is no better way I don't want to say to feel old but to, to feel that than like and I'm actually like, you and I are actually pretty good on this stuff yeah. my wife is better than I am like she's yeah. good with technology she that does, we're nowhere near like the shit that my, that my students can do on it's just there's no way yeah. we'll never we'll never catch yeah. up my high school students, my yeah. high school students. I mean, like, but this is how they've grown up. Grown up. I mean, when I was teaching in the classroom, you know, whenever I had a problem, like with some bullshit technology, I would just be like, who can fix this? And so, right. someone would be like, do you mind if I use your computer professor? Like, nope. Boom, boom, boom. Done. But you know what, Michael? Can they diagram a sentence? Probably. No, God. No. No, a lot of them can't. They cannot diagram a sentence. So it fuck is- that. It's a, uh, I love watching, not to get super, I don't want to get all political, but like, I love <laughs> when like old fucking politicians try to come after AOC on oh, Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, you dumb motherfuckers, this, this woman, this is how she grew up. She will fucking destroy she you. She will end you. She will, not only because she's incredibly intelligent and all that, but like, she's been doing this since she was a child. Right. You're still right. trying to be like, do I do the period two spaces and like exactly, man? No, she has mastered the art of yeah. of the Twitter takedown. Yeah, that's the and and so there is yeah there is something you know and hey that's that's great. I'm glad this I'm glad these young people uh, mm-hmm. were able to make the the you know turn this around so fast. It, it yeah. is I really am impressed by it. Yeah, um, I I did enjoy it. I I I really did. I mean, that you know the 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 test was was I scared? Right. Yeah. We always talk about what is the test? What is the true test? Was I was I scared? Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah, I I yes, and I would say surprisingly so. Hmm. Um. Especially one of the things that I really appreciated also, or another thing that I appreciated was 
the fact that the rest of the people are trapped, right? They mm-hmm. cannot, they cannot, ha- they can't help their friend right. unless they decide I'm going to fucking leave my house and break quarantine and break quarantine, yeah. which eventually happens. They're trapped in their own house, kind of forced mm-hmm. to watch what is happening, happening to the person on the other side. Yeah. And that's, that's an element that you can't always justify when several people are in a scene together, because you're going like, why don't you help when the other oh, person girl, just yeah. kind of said, they literally can't. Yeah. And, and you, you can see them, like you can see them watching this thing taken ha- happening live. And right? they can't do anything. And they can't do anything. And that element of the story was just as terrifying as some of the stuff that was yeah. happening. Yeah. I, that's a great point. And seems so apropos right now because mm-hmm. so much of what's happening just seems like we can't do anything. We can't do anything. Like we're just watching this, all this stuff. And it just, you just feel sort of helpless. Yeah. It's so weird. And that's an interesting thing they tapped into. Right. Like, you know, conscious or subconscious, but they did. Yeah. I mean, I was driving down the street yesterday, going to, to the theater and um, it's a lovely day and there's cars out and whatever. And in my head, I'm thinking everything looks normal-ish, mm-hmm. but the world is actually on fire. Yeah. It's... And I can't do anything about it because I can't see the fire. Yeah. that's It's such a fucking... It's such a weird, uh, yeah, I mean. It's weird because like everything seems, I don't even know anymore. And I ha- I, I think I, I had to get off Facebook. Like I, I've gotten off Facebook yeah, a little bit because, doing the same. because it's just so much, the noise is just too much sometimes. And yeah. I sometimes feel irresponsible and I feel like, no, you should be aware and you should be reading all this stuff and you should, but sometimes it's just not healthy no. and you need to get away from it. But even if, even if you are plugged in, what can you do? No, and it's, it seems like the world has gone on. It seems yeah. like everything is just normal now, I guess, except that some of us don't have jobs anymore. Like literally it's gone. Yeah. Like the industry, your industry is gone. And, and it's, it's, I was thinking about this last night. Um, Cause you know, I, I yeah, this, like I still have, I have multiple writing deadlines, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I still have to get up and, like, work. Uh, you know, one of my industries is gone, but I still have a, you know. Sure. Job. And there'll be moments where I'm just, like, tapping in and plugging away at writing these things and researching and stuff. And for a minute, it'll be like, oh, yeah, it's just normal. I'm just doing my job. And then you step back and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> What the fuck are any of us doing? Like, what I is know. happening? Um, I know. And how how much are some of us not just trying to, like, bend ourselves into pretzels to act like this is fucking normal? Right. It's so weird. Like, I know, and I'm not, this isn't anything against where you're working or where I'm working. Like, I know you still have to go to meetings and sometimes, and I know Aspen feels like sometimes I'm just be like, what are we talking about? Right. I mean, like super specifically. And it's, I mean, 
again, this is no shade to anybody or any organization. No, we're all trying Nothing. to work still. We're all trying to work. But, you know, we'll be sitting in a, in a meeting that about fundraising, right? Right. Or something. Um, and everybody has these great ideas. And they're all great ideas. They're super great ideas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that's funny. Whatever, whatever. And I'm sitting there going, why? Like, why are... Right. Why do we like? Why do we think that? Right. Why are we doing this? Right. Right. And and I don't know. And I, I guess part of it is, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. I, yeah, I, me neither. Is it human nature to just keep keeping on? Keep, keep on. Yeah, keep keeping on. Um, I, you know, yeah. I think there are a lot of theater. Just not even just theater. A lot of people, but theater specifically, because it's you know, it's what we do. What we do working on things that very well could never happen, might never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, like I, I was talking to Cameron yesterday briefly, um, you know, he and I wrote a play that was, you were going to direct. I was, was directing it. Yeah. It was supposed to have gone up in like May or June. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he and I were talking yesterday that even since June, the world has changed so much that huge swaths of this play already feel dated. Yeah. And so if it does get done sometime in the future, he and I are like, well, I mean, we have to completely revisit it. I mean, yeah. it just doesn't exist in, in the world anymore. Things right. that we were making fun of that we were satirizing are nothing now. Like, right. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, we were we were set to do uh, Virginia Woolf, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yeah, Oof, man. And uh, as Jeffrey and I talk about the season, you know, one of the questions that comes up for us is like, I mean, yes, it's one of the like important plays of, of the 20th century or whatever. And mm-hmm. everybody once, I mean, I know I've always wanted to play that role. I was George, super excited to play that role. George is one of my only dream roles left. Yeah. And I'm going, but, but does it matter now? Sure. Like, do, is that a thing that we even need to, right. that so much has changed. The troubles of since March. wasp professors. Yeah. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, it's, I mean, you know, who, and, who and fucking cares. Yeah. I, I just don't, I just, it's such a strange, there's part of me and I know now we're just talking about whatever. That's what we're good at. Christy. We are good at that. Someone's going to pay us for this one day. Yeah. There's part of me that's like, yes. Do you want, you want to see things that are commenting and nodding and live in this world. And then I think to me, the other extreme would be, I want to see don't dress for dinner. Yeah. I don't, exactly. this is nothing against Virginia Woolf and you and, Matt would be brilliant. And I would love to see that just as a fan of you and Matt in theater. But like, to me, there's still some power in a ridiculous French farce. Oh my God. That we yeah. could just, you could just go and for 90 minutes, fucking just pretend. pretend. Um, whereas Virginia, something like Virginia Woolf is like, well, I'm going to get beat down for three hours <laughs> with things that don't necessarily resonate right yeah yeah 
So it's like I, I had had this idea. I think I can talk about it now because it's. I don't think it's going to happen. But when we were talking about how are things going to happen and how are we going to produce it, since we can't really gather and we can't put me and Matt in the same room or you know mm-hmm. whatever, and I thought, well, why don't we animate it? Like, why don't we, why don't we turn me and Matt into these animated puppets? Right. And then the whole thing is stylized, like, you know, real sixties kind of like background animations, right. Uh Or backgrounds so that it's, it's kind of like an archer style animation, animation, like, uh, what is adult, like an an adult adult version of Virginia Woolf. I still think that would work. I don't yeah. know if you could sustain it for three hours. Yeah. So maybe you, you know, you do a cut. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but I think it would be super funny to see those two characters as cartoon Cartoons. characters going yeah. at it. And, and some at like, who knows, man, that might be how it has to get done. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You said we're all working on stuff where we're like, I don't know. I don't know if this is actually going to happen. Yeah. We're going to. Um, so go watch host, go watch host. I really liked it. Yeah. Literally 57 minutes of your time. Um, mm-hmm. also I think when we kind of briefly talked, I kind of like this shutter exclusive thing that's happening. Oh yeah. Me um, too. I, I feel like it, that network or whatever streaming service is starting to like, Hey, no, we're doing some things for horror fans that, that, other places aren't doing, which right. I'm into. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. They have, and the way they have their uh, categories and like genres like split off, mm-hmm. um, it's real. It's really great. They have like a little section where it's like classics, 101 of horror. Yeah. Um, they have a whole like Argento section, a whole Jalo section. Um, and you know how those things intersect with each other. They're really, really smart about yeah. how they offer things. And there's some stuff on Shutter that I haven't found anywhere else. Yeah, find anywhere. Yeah, ages in, in ages. ages. Which is um, cool. Um, yeah, and then at the same cool. time, they have some horror TV shows. It, mm-hmm. it, it's been nice to see how it's grown just over the last couple years. Right. Um, and become like, hey, man, this is a legit. It's a legit service. streaming service. Yeah. yeah. Um, figure out. We'll figure out what we're going to do next week. And we'll, we'll yeah. I saw. Have you seen anything else? I know that you're watching Dark. I, I am. So I am obsessed with a German sci-fi show thriller that has elements of horror in it called Dark. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. If you are going to watch it. I mean, I love it. I think I said to you, it's like if Twin Peaks and Lost had a baby, that baby was German and bleak as shit. Um, If you're going to watch it, watch it in German with subtitles. Yeah. Not watch the, the English dub is, it's not even the same fucking show. So um, on Netflix, I'm obsessed with it. I did watch a couple things. I watched Marrowbone. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you've seen that. I haven't. It's a British horror that, um, I'll be honest, I think for two thirds is, is in it. The girl from the lead from the witch is in it. Mm-hmm. Anna Taylor joy. Anna Taylor joy. Mm-hmm. One of the okay. dudes from stranger things. Um, it falls apart in act three. Uh, I watched that. I watched a, a, mur- a horror comedy called murder party. Mm-hmm. 
which I think had the kernel of something brilliant, mm-hmm. but didn't. Yeah. yeah didn't. So hard to deliver. Yeah. I'm going to watch Marabone just because I like that actress. Yeah. And there's some really cool stuff. Scenery is amazing. It's got some interesting ideas. It just act three is like, Oh wait, hold on. Um, yeah. I watched, I watched the uninvited, which oh. is, like, it's like a 20, a, a, a 2009 or something like that. So it's not, it's not new, but I never, it always showed up. It would always pop up. And there's an, a, an old school play uh, from like the thirties called the uninvited. That's like real kind of high pants, fast talking. Oh, nice. So I was like, I always thought it was going to be, I th- always thought it was like a movie version of the uninvited where everybody talks like this. <laughs> Um, but it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's its own thing. And okay. it's actually, it's, I enjoyed it. It's a horror thriller. Cool. Um, and it's got David Strathairn in it. Oh, I love it. Elizabeth Banks. And they're not the leads, but they're, they're in most of it. But the protagonist is a young girl. I can't remember her name. Okay. Um, and it has a, it, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to say anything about it because if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It, it kept me engaged. And then cool. at the end I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't see that coming. Um, which is always nice when that happens. Yeah. So I saw that and then I kind of been going down, you know, me like old school made for TV seventies yeah. <laughs> horror. And yesterday I watched <clears throat> the evil. Oh, wow. Shutter with Richard Crenna. Um, <laughs> I love Richard Crenna. I don't know. I why. love Richard Crenna. And I can't remember the name, um, the name of the woman. Um, I, I can't remember her name, but you know, it's just <clears throat> big, empty, haunted house. Perfect. Cheesy stuff. You know, the ghost gets kind of rapey at one point for no reason. Because <laughs> so it's the seventies and the girl's clothes is scared off. Oh God, man. Yeah. What a weird fucking decade. <laughs> I know. Even the ghosts were rapey back. <laughs> so, but you know, it's, it's a, it's got a great scene where a woman gets hysterical and gets slapped, of course, because that's. She's got to calm down, Christy. She's, she's got to calm down. <laughs> you know? And it escalates really quickly. Like she goes from, we're never going to get out of here to we're going to die like super, super, super fast. And of course he's got to slap her. Got to slap her. I mean, got to slap the bitch. Focus up. Focus up woman. Um, Um, So yeah, that's great. One other thing (laughs) we're getting excited about is they've started to put out materials for the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh my God. I cannot wait. Which is the follow. Cannot wait. Follow up to the haunting of Hill house um, from Mike Flanagan. I think this ties into Turn of the Screw in some way. Yes, um, it does. And I don't like I don't know where we'll be, Michael, because who knows where we'll be or what will be happening yeah. when it finally is released. Right. Um, but I think this merits some kind of socially distant safe watching party. At a, like or, a or cat something. event. Yeah. Yeah. I think one other thing and then I'll be done. Uh Tat fan and friend Chris Ramirez. Um T- uh, texted me and he really recommends uh, the new version of La Llorona on Shudder. Oh, cool. We should do that. Yeah. It's a Spanish language version of it. And he says it's really good. And maybe that's what we should watch. Let's do it for next week. And maybe it'll redeem the fucking travesty. That was the curse. That was the curse of La Llorona. Yeah. Um, that 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, that great. I would love to watch that. And All right. even the poster alone makes me feel better. I know. It looks really beautiful. That other garbage. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, y'all stay safe. Have a good mm-hmm. week. We'll be back. Yep. I'll see you soon. All right. See you, Chrissy. Bye. Bye.